Welcome to the We Have Issues podcast, a weekly look at the local issues and matters impacting Independence, Missouri. And now, your hosts, Lori Dean Wiley and Dan Hobart. All right, it's another great episode of We Have Issues Independence. See, I'm being extra positive right off the top. Guten Tag. Telling our people this Guten is Guten Tag. One. So how are you today, Dan Hobart? I'm good. All right. I'm all right. I shouldn't say good. I'm all right. I had COVID again. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, I'm all right. Well, I guess that kind I'm of... I'm still here. That kind of fits, because today we're going to review kind of the year, so... Oh, dear God. We talk about... Uh, review some of our past in our our world and i hate that that's coming back up again you know what satchel page said what did he say don't look back you never know what may be chasing you good point yeah i know it is <laughs> and can you run fast enough so if you don't if you keep looking back you slow down you gotta keep i swear i swear forward. it was bart i swear bart simpson has the same line only it's live in the now man while riding a skateboard. It's like a surfer skateboard thing from like the 60s, you know, seven, yeah. early 70s. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, no. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley, and this is uh, another episode of We Have Issues Independence. And today... You did two intros now. I know, but... You and know, three, you got your paper out. 2023 City Review. So are you ready for the hard Okay, let's do questions, it. What do we Dan do this Hobart? year? You know, um, it wasn't that long ago. I received an email from... City Council person at large, Bridget McCandless. And what she did was, I think, very thoughtfully just hit some of the high points through the work of the City Council this year. And so I thought it'd be really um, a nice add to that by hearing from another City Council person who sure. obviously very intimately involved in all those decisions and just touch on some of the, the things that the city has either accomplished, moved forward, maybe even said no to um yeah. but let's look at the year in review all right so she does a great job by the way so let's talk she does and uh, i did get her permission to steal some of her um critique here so well, she put it in the public domain anyway so absolutely so you know one of the things that i think really important to every citizen yeah. is crime and public safety yeah so just overall there's been lots of positives with ipd this year and i literally i i don't have time to pull it up right now but yesterday i was reading some articles and one really caught my attention did you know the marijuana sales tax in the state of missouri is now over a billion dollars i'm aware a billion dollars yeah and independence this is why we needed it yes independence was smart enough to vote to get our part of that tax yes amazing yes our people are awesome because what it did for crime and public safety was while we are not uh, and i don't know that anybody would say that they're 100 percent staffed we've been able to bring in some more fantastic ipd officers oh yeah and really fill um, what was I, I probably COVID or before speaking of your COVID um, yeah. was a shortage we still have a shortage on PD specifically but uh, ultimately that tax will benefit all of our public safety departments I think the other thing about that was it 
it's really expanded the recruiting piece itself. And uh, I've got to get a big shout out to one of my other favorite people. Chief Dustman. Chief, Chief Adam. Dustman. Chief Adam Dustman. That's right. Just that desire to broaden the diversity of IPD. You know, if we're being real about independence history, we kind of have a reputation. You know, it's funny because we had the richest African-American or black guy yeah. in Jackson County, and frankly, maybe one of the richest people in Jackson County in, in 1850, uh, up to his death in 1882. And, you know, it's weird uh, that, that that didn't have more of a long-term impact or lasting impact on our sort of diversification in this town. I find that fascinating. Disappointing, and yet... Well, yeah, it is disappointing because uh, you would like to see your city leadership, your city government, your city staff reflect the true nature of your residents. Absolutely. You know, related to just uh, changes with the police would be everyone's talking about the need for a new public safety center. So... Yay. That is something that the council's really put on the map and been able to yep. um, really move forward with plans and ideas of how do we make that happen. Because quite frankly, I think what we also learned in 2023 is we cannot allow the police to stay in the building they're in. You know, that was uh, one of a few fully 7-0 votes that we had was to put the marijuana sales tax on the ballot and the use for the money. And I'm really proud of that. I'm really very proud of that. Absolutely. I worked very hard on that, and uh, we're, we're, it's going to be very helpful. You know, I think one thing that has struck with me for 2023 around this public safety center is, is the machinations, even the name has gone through, a new police station, some kind of new public safety, some kind of joint campus i know it's a campus and it went from you know envisioning this whole brand new uh facility and now we're looking at how do pieces how do we make it work right but also be very conscious of the cost of something like that well the crucial part is this independence has a very very uh long history of doing partial projects and not finishing people don't know this but city hall is still in phase one. <laughs> the there's a phase two. Cracking and blowing out, but hey, it's there's a phase two. Phase <laughs> the spring cabin outside the the former Frontier Trails Museum down the hill from the Bingham yep, yep. is sitting on rocks. Yeah, there's no foundation because they'll get to that later. <laughs> like this is this is how we've done things. We're not even though. We're not going to have a brand new one fully encapsulated police facility only. Right. right. It will not be uh, done Poorly. partway. Partway. It will be exactly what they need with some amount of future proof built in. And on a strong foundation. Absolutely. <laughs> it, will, know, so it will not be sitting on rocks. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that was a, a big win for uh, police and crime prevention and independence this year as we look at a review is the uh, body-worn cameras. Huge! And, uh, Isn't that cool? receiving that federal grant to afford those for our officers. Everything comes full circle, I tell you. 
And we're using the tax money that we got amended, the folks voted for in independence. Um, the pets and police tax got amended and increased uh, for that purpose. And it's it's just really full circle. I ran my mouth back then and just about got recalled. Then? Okay. One of the times I ran Still. my mouth that got me almost recalled um, was right around that time for that tax. And not all, I worked on that committee, a very small committee, to get that amendment done. And And the thing that I got almost recalled over was body cameras and for police and it is just you know everything comes full circle that's all it is because now that money will be used that increase in the tax money which can be used for equipment will be used to pay for our portion of the body worn cameras you know this is a valuable lesson for anybody with an idea or an opinion don't be afraid to share it because at some point you're either wrong or you're going to be proved right. And I think you were proven right. Either way, it pushes you forward, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, like good, bad, or otherwise, uh, it, it'll push us forward. You know, another uh, related to safety itself was before his resignation, uh, Fire Chief uh, Short had given a great plan about an additional fire station um, and some modifications and that was something that I think needed to be put forward in 2023, and it was. Yeah. No, no. We waited anxiously for that plan, too, and I, there may still be tweaks coming to it. I don't know, but sooner than later, we've got to get started on that because there are many, many fire stations that are really as bad as the police the station. Police station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just not as, you know, it's not as uh, sexy of a topic these days because it's not a big monolith you know right in the middle of of historic independence but there are some police stations that are basically houses wood framed houses uh some fire department i mean some fire stations that are wood framed houses and they're not okay like there's lots of them are not okay they need some love they need to be smashed and redone is what they need to be yeah you know another big accomplishment for 2023 under that big term infra infrastructure say that 20 times um and you were a big part of the special day when kmart came down that was fun so um can you tell us a little bit about how that finally happened in 2023 and what's on the horizon for that area you know we had such problems uh in the guy that owns that that owned that yeah, used to <laughs> that building and that property um which by the way he was still receiving rent lease money from kmart by the way oh wow which is which is pretty good motivation to one not pay any taxes yeah, not change anything and two yeah. to you know not put any money into it because he just sit back and collect a, a rent check um he he lives in texas he got he was the same guy that got indicted with the attorney general ken paxton in the state of texas friends with him good friends with the guy oh wow and it's a fascinating thing that for whatever reason that guy happened to own that building in our little town so many miles away uh 
finally, though, we were able to, you know, and there was a deal where uh, a person that had done work there put a lien on it, executed the lien, and had, had bought the property at a tax sale. But there was a problem with the notice. I don't know all the details. I didn't spend the time to learn the, the court case. Regardless, that transaction got undone, and the guy in Texas still owned that building. And so we weren't able to execute on our 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 plan our plan yeah. uh but we went ahead with declaring it a dangerous building and uh did get proper notice and followed through and and demoed it and now oddly enough there's a new owner okay um and uh, you know the, the, there's the the formal plan has not been as far as i know presented to the to the city manager's office and certainly the council is not up to speed on on the plan that we all saw in the Kansas City Business Journal for right. Wally's to buy it. But apparently the Wally's guy, one of the Wally's owners, somehow knew the guy in Texas huh. through college or some connection from way back they or something it. and was able to get a contract somehow to buy the property. Huh. So we got lucky in, 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 in a couple of different ways on that deal. So finally, finally got to tear that thing down so it's gone something's coming up um i think if i remember right i think the term was use it or lose it funds it was through some federal money that the building was able to be taken down and i'm wondering if if you know more about that can those kind of funds be used in other derelict or well, buildings that need to come down in independence i think would we or should we well, you, you're really talking about uh, uh, ARPA funds at this point. Okay. Um, and some of that COVID money that, you know, we got those two two chunks. Yeah. Um, and I'm CARES Act and then ARPA. And uh, we're going through that money. Okay. Uh, and it, I think it has to be spent by next year, by 25 or something. But we've been very judicious about it and gotten real value for it you know we we got that building demolished for two hundred thousand dollars oh wow what a bargain i mean we spent kmart provides a bargain again <laughs> blue light special baby but but that's a guy that owns a business here that uh has done business with independence for a long time and and was convenient for him with his existing or uh, you know setup on the west side of town to do the demo uh, for a reasonable price. I mean, it's really just great. Uh, I love seeing people that do business here make a little money, and I love seeing things get done for a, a good price. So it was really great. You know, speaking of new things or improved things, right in your very own district, Dan, we have new overpass. Kmart's in my own district. Um, well, we do. Yes, you're right. But uh, we have the Blue Ridge Boulevard. Um, Bridge. Bridge. Coming. And, Any day now. Um, it's it's due any any day now but it is. that was quite an investment in independence yeah i think it was what 30 million dollars oh yeah bridges are not cheap yeah so that's going to be uh in state money so we're clear that's state money yeah, by the way our money, but we, yeah. we as a city benefited from a state missouri dot absolutely program, absolutely so. well and we're doing the same up on 24 highway there's another like Thirty million dollars going into twenty-four highway. That's mostly that's mostly um, state money. You know, we also had you know maybe a little bit of economic development, maybe uh, infrastructure, and that is 
the beautiful new cargo lago. Right. That's not oh, a little right. infrastructure. That's a <laughs> that's a beautiful, massive, new, awesome. Uh, what is it? A half a million square feet, something like that. Oh, it's spectacular. Yeah, retail space and the pallet, the pallet sales, and he's got five miles of conveyor belts in there. Wow. And and these big giant racks that hold pallets, racks that hold pallets, and they're like twenty or thirty feet high, and so they have forklift robots that drive around and pick up pallets off of these things. It's awesome. It's really cool. I'm so thankful for Deepak and his family that they Stay. started in independence and stayed in independence yep. and kind of like me a little bit at this point. I think the other thing is if you just look at what does it do for independence, it's not just a fantastic place to, to go shop. 180 jobs. Given jobs, absolutely. Probably I mean, up to 200 it, you know they'll they'll get busy and expand i mean he grow he's grown that business and they consolidated six warehouses in uh off of front street mostly in kansas city and all came here oh, that's so cool absolutely man you know economic development we can't speak about 2023 without mentioning the north point development and actually in 2023 they're getting their building built. industrial building is, yeah. I mean, it is, talk about big. It's it's also huge, and I think it's going to have such an impact on Fort Osage School. That's just the first one. Just the first one? How many is there going to be? Oh, five or seven. It's it's a lot. I don't know what the final, I don't know. I can't remember now what uh, is on the plan, but it's it's a lot. I just think it's, I feel so fortunate, and and I want to give props to the council because that was a vision. Uh, you you drove a lot of that. Um, but really, how can we improve our city? And the best way is by bringing in economic development. I did drive a lot of that, and that's important. It's That was so important. That, that has changed the nature of independence in the development community. I think we talked about that that decision then brought the development that's going to happen in 2024 to the hub area uh, there's it, the hub would not be happening without this yeah. i mean the 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 folks that are doing the hub have done business in the kansas city area since the 80s they they could have done this at any time i know they've looked at it they they look at every single they they have a very niche business it's a big business but it's a very niche business of redeveloping strip malls with shopping cent with uh, grocery store anchors that's their business that's it that's what they do wherever they go that's what they do and I've, they've looked at every single one that we've got uh just like they've looked at all the ones in the metro and but without those, north point yes in 2023 without yes. north point they would not have i uh, uh, he's not told me this no one's told me this but i guarantee it i bet my pinky on it so in 2023 what really changed was and maybe you know, correct me if I'm wrong, was the willingness to put a priority on economic development. City manager goes to these big meetings, you know, with his colleagues. Yeah. I see YMA or MA or something. I don't know. It's the big thing. And he's a thing now. He's a thing? <laughs> he's, a, he's becoming a thing now uh, because before we were not a thing. Okay. Uh, we were not a thing in economic development or in the development community or 
a mover and shaker in the KC Metro. So and we're we, becoming one now. Yeah, so if we talk about uh, achievements in 2023, it's the stuff that's changed, but maybe the reputation of independence through work of people like Zach Walker, our city manager, and, and hugely, hugely due to him, hugely due to some hard work by the city council, but 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 very much so. The city manager is the, is the public-facing part. It's the guy that, you know, reads your meter. It's the policeman. It's the fire, uh, uh, fireman or firewoman. It's the, it's, the, it's the people you run into on a day-to-day -day basis that work for the city. The guy's filling potholes and, you know. Yeah, it's very much uh, on Zach Walker's uh, watch that this has happened. We keep looking at what you should be proud of for 2023. Let's talk a little bit about an old topic, our history, and then a new needed topic, tourism, and just keeping it beautiful. Um, we both um, have learned a lot about the Together program, so we won't spend a lot of time on it. It was recently um, really celebrated at the Mayor's Prayer Breakfast but um, a program from Community Services League yeah. to give opportunity to those uh, that are in homelessness and be able to help keep our city clean. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that program just briefly? I'll tell you, CSL has been a fantastic partner to the city and um, will continue to be so, uh, I have no doubt. You know, They've picked up however many hundreds of tons of trash at yeah. this point. It's yeah. spectacular. And that thing where everybody says, well, don't just give out money, make them work for it. Well, guess what? They are. They are. This is not donating money to homeless shelters or, you know, throwing it out the window at a stoplight, which, by the way, you should never, ever do. Not litter. do. Yeah. No, don't litter, but don't hand out money oh. to yeah. folks that beg in the street. Uh, but that's a whole separate thing. The point is, it has been hugely successful. It is not only I—I I mean, I've noticed a difference in our in less trash. It's cool. It is the coolest thing. Uh, what a great idea! And, and all congratulations to Councilmember McCandless and all the folks that worked on the team to put that program together. You know, two words that uh, make everybody in the city kind of a little uh, uncomfortable and that is code enforcement oh uh, it's one of my favorite things there was uh, a, a new initiative to maybe enhance code enforcement a little bit rental ready with uh with our landlords and our rental programs as as you've heard me threaten many times <laughs> uh at council meetings and i've not been shy about doing this we're coming after the bad landlords okay. and because th these are the folks that really have a direct impact on our neighborhoods and and let's also be clear a lot of times they're the focal point of the expense we have in public safety not just fire and police uh and ambulance these these other parts that take up so much of our time because the the property's not in good condition because the renters aren't vetted because for any number of reasons well we've gone and declared war on those landlords okay and they're going to have a valid business license, and they're going to pay their own way, and they are going to be responsible for our neighborhoods, just like all the rest of us are.
So I'm I'm very thrilled. It's a very small investment um, for the kind of return we're getting. Um, it it is fantastic. I mean, Zach and I have been slowly making taking these little bites out of landlords and rental properties and vacant properties. It, it's not sexy and it's not uh, real public, but these little pieces along the way. You watch five years from now. It's it, it will be noticeably different. It'll take a minute, but we'll get there. You know, related to uh, kind of business development, as you know, I, I get to have the opportunity to serve on the Planning Commission. And two of the areas that we really saw uh, bring change to um, our city was short-term rentals and some new guidelines around those to protect neighborhoods, but also allow for the business opportunity for those folks. Um, and we also put some limits or moratoriums on some businesses in our city. Yeah, absolutely. And so where do you kind of as a councilman and when, and when you're making a decision on some of those requests, balance between the business development side and maybe the saturation? Short-term rentals, people are doing them. Yeah. So we need to get our portion of it so that we can cover our costs for servicing those properties. Um, so might as well regulate it while we're at it because, no, nobody wants their entire street full of short-term rentals and then their house in the middle, right? On um, uh, the other moratorium businesses like car washes and, and car lots and, you know, we did it years ago, uh, several years ago on um, – payday loan places you know you, you can't you can't um when you have 10 times as much as the next city that's the same size as you that's probably enough it's not real hard to find the balancing spot you know i have no idea why we have that many i have no idea why we have that many car washes sure. i don't i have no idea <laughs> uh but we've got enough so we're taking a break all right so from uh kind of a Tourism, we've got lots of plans that happened in 2023 of just looking at different areas, how we can enhance them. So, uh, and there'll be a lot more information in 2024 about plans with a master developer. Um, but we also had the group that did a tourism analysis is probably the better way to say it, not really a plan yet. Um, but there's lots of great things happening right in our city for example, the Truman Library just had that huge remodel. Well, now they're spending a nice amount to upgrade their outside. Um, it's just going to bring more people into our town from a tourism uh, standpoint. We had our Inglewood Arts have its grand opening in 2023. Yep. Um, so we have these. We have the uh, model train. It's early days. It's early days. Absolutely. Pretend it, it, we've been here for almost 200 years, but r imagine, you know, it's 1815 uh, <laughs> and, and you're and you're rolling up on independence or 1800, 1803, the Louisiana Purchase happens. And so Missouri is now legally the farthest west. Uh, you know, it became a state in 1820. So that's as far west as you a white person could legally live, by the way, was was right here. So. You know, pretend we're there. 
Okay. These are pioneering days. We're doing a little bit of a reset. Uh, tourism took a hit a couple years ago. We had some personnel issues, and rightfully so, uh, sort of downsized that, um, and then and then saddled uh, director uh, our parks director with those responsibilities, and that's not been fair to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not been fair to his department to become two departments. Right. Uh, and tourism is a, is a specialized area. Let's be very clear because it's it's. Uh, a combination of PR marketing. and marketing and economic development. Yeah. And it encompasses this wide swath. It's sort of the big conglomerator, right? Like that brings all the high points of your city together to not just get people to come visit, but to build the reputation. And this is not easily done. No. Right. And you do need specialized people that are, that have, have done this and have training in that area you don't just want to promote the marketing person and be like hey here you go you now do tourism yeah right um it's not fair so and i know closing frontier trails is very painful and relocating it it's nice though in the memorial building but and and putting a new exhibit a new thing uh, attraction in where it was the model railroad museum Change is hard, but just remember this. Our history is going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do a good job of telling the story. We've got to enhance before. it all. Yeah. We're going to do that now. And believe me, uh, Mr. Walker and I spend legitimate time. Countless hours. <laughs> Well, not quite countless, but because there's a lot of things that spend countless hours on here. But we have spent legitimate time. We'll continue to in sort of developing, you know, a path forward. And it'll happen sooner than later. So it's fair to say that. Tourism is going to come back. And it's going to come back with a bang. So it's fair to say the 2023 review of tourism is that it finally stopped getting ignored. There's the future is going to bring change there. And only better for independence we're going to do a parks master plan for parks yeah as soon as we get a tourism person specifically at some point back in place um then uh, you know we did the we did the tourism master plan yeah but that new person will really be able to take a look at and build their team small team and take a look at that master plan and really help put us all to put it all together it is going to be a hundred times better it really will and that's no again that's no criticism on anybody working right. on it now we're very thankful for all the work everyone does but we're gonna hit this like we should well for a 2023 review uh, we cannot ignore that what many called the pit bull ban was repealed and that awesome um and i know that you know, lots of dog lovers out there. Um, we're thrilled just to have that opportunity and that choice. But I think what people didn't realize was the positive impact it would have for our own animal shelter in the city. Right. You know, and that was an important tool to for safety of it our is. citizens. It is. Absolutely it is. 
you know, so thankful to all the people. That was truly a grass, grassroots effort to oh, to bring that to fruition. So thank you to all the people um, who really worked on that. And then, <clears throat> you know, we've had some other positive changes in 2023. One that you were intimately involved in with uh, being on the finance committee and bringing uh, the way time is kept. Yeah, digital timekeeping, baby. So that should only improve that system and be a money saver. Next up will be GPS on all city vehicles so that wow. we can track start. Data is king, man. So in 2023, we put some money into data, to, yeah. to really using data to a improved way for the city. There's a reason, like, the, the Fortune 5 are yeah. all data-driven companies. companies. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we're getting there. You know, Very excited. And uh, I'm going to leave the biggest topic for the last one, but we'll save it for another podcast to get into more detail yet again, because I promised we would. And that is IPNL. So in 2023, what was the biggest decision made about IPNL? Well, that's obvious. We uh, initiated uh, two separate studies and frankly just recently voted to approve the expense for those that will give us two separate plans to choose from one is to sell IPL so if people decide that whatever plan comes out and whatever whatever the economics of that look like and whatever you know is in their heart and they feel that they want to do with their utility if they decide that they want to sell it whether it's to Evergy or Ameren or somebody somewhere else because believe it or not electric utilities public utilities are like commodities now and just like everything else it's getting they're getting consolidated into bigger and bigger industries so if 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 people want to sell it that will be an option in other words will be the city will be out of the 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 main business of that the second plan is to build it and by build it, I really mean build it. And it's it's not as if it's going to be built from the ground up. We have excellent transmission and distribution. We have excellent linemen. We have excellent workers. They do a fantastic job. I mean, I've seen them out there on snowy in the middle of Chiefs games. Yeah. Getting people's power turned back on the, the, and, and keeping people safe from the cold. It, they're good people. And they do a great job. And we just want a nationwide award for the service that we provide. That's real. Like, that's real. We have good, good uh, parts of IPL. Generation is a disaster. And that's not the fault of anybody, really, that's out there. That's a cumulative effect over the years. You know, we didn't look. We had two power plants in 1990. We had Missouri City, coal-fired power plant. We had Blue Valley, coal-fired power plant. For, forward, the nation, they're forward, shut down coal. So. Forward-thinking utilities at the time switched over to natural gas. We didn't, and that cost us. And I can't say that that's anybody's fault, just that you really have to be progressive and you really have to fight for change on something like that, and we didn't. We have two contracts that we signed in 04 and 06 uh, that commit us. For 30 years? To 2038 and 2048. Wow. yeah. And we are not just committed to purchase power. 
from them. So, so we have to provide a certain amount of capacity every year. We have to have that available. Those contracts allow us a lot of capacity. So they're helpful, very helpful. However, if either of those two plants close down, we're on the note. In other words, we co-signed on those plants. Right. And if either of them stop running, we still owe the debt. We still owe the monthly payment. So not only will we have to replace the capacity that's gone from those power plants, but we still have to pay the bill every month. This 2031 is our drop dead date on capacity issues because of another several contracts that we have. It's complicated. Right. Right. And, and I don't mean to get too esoteric or into the weeds, but here's the deal. We are at a much more crucial point on IPL than people know. Well, I think we've known. We've just been unwilling to act. There's, and that's the other part is that we've got study after study after study, mm-hmm. rates and generation and all mm-hmm. these other parts and pieces. And uh, I'm very excited about this one. Uh, and so is IPL leadership. So is the city manager's office. We are going to get basically master plan for IPL get an answer and people will get to vote and get a decision because because it is a city-owned utility it's in the charter because people deserve on a decision like this IPL has served such a crucial central function to government here yeah I mean IPL that coal money helped put Harry Truman in the White House absolutely it may have been small compared to Kansas City and Tom Pendergast but let's be very clear it did help and so it's important. We so people need to vote. And I'm happy I'm happy for that too. Well if I look at twenty twenty three, if I were to sum it up in a word, it would be change. Yeah. You know, lots of decisions that are setting independence up for change beyond twenty twenty three were made. Uh some improvements, some the start of things, some things have ended. Yeah. Um so there are tons more we could talk about for 2023, and, and just quite simply, no one wants to listen to a two-hour podcast. So we're going to go ahead and end there for today. But uh, what I would encourage our citizens to do is reach out to your council person and just ask them two questions. One is, what are you most proud of for 2023, and what do you want my partnership on for 2024? Wow. I like it. And we'll leave it there. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley. I'm Dan Hobart. And we have Issues Independence. We want to thank you for joining us. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley. And I'm Dan Hobart. Join us again next week because we have issues. (laughs) 